Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Dan Worley's back, Marketing and Insights Director at MRI Springboard for our May to June update. Hi, Di. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Simon. How are you? Good. I think we've got uh, we've got an interesting one this time, haven't we? So I think we've had uh, some ups and downs since we've started doing these relatively monthly. Uh, I think last month was, was okay. We didn't break any records particularly. Uh, May to June relatively flat I think no major events I think we got all those out of the way didn't we weather was was okay uh, lot, lots of financial pressure with mortgage rates going up again and interest rates and that kind of stuff so probably a, a, I'd say as clean a month maybe as we're ever going to get. Yes absolutely it's been really interesting I mean it's been a warm month but then we've had lots of Junes that have been very warm and sunny so um, the seasonality impact is you know it's not huge um, but shall I dive straight into the numbers? Yep, let's have, a, let's have a listen to what you've got. Great. So from May to June, footfall went up by uh, 3.7%. Doesn't sound a lot, but it, it's good. And annually, so that's the change over the year from 2022, footfall in June was 4.2% higher. Um, and that these are these, these, these sound quite modest, but actually when you look at what I did, I was, we've been publishing data at MRI Springboard since January 2009, so we've got a big big data lake there to pull on. So I've looked at all the previous Junes and actually this was the best performing June ever, which is a bit shocking given what we're going through in terms of cost of living and interest rates. But, um, and we'll talk a little bit around that, I'm sure. But actually the gap from between 2019 and 2023 also narrowed to its smallest yet at 8.6%. So we're below 10% for the first time, single digits for the first time. So it's sounding particularly positive for June which sort of does sit strangely against the wider economic environment a bit. Yeah I was expecting you to kind of come on and say well you know people have reined back in slightly we're cautious because are we going to get even more interest rates you're hearing about banks pulling mortgage deals overnight and all that kind of stuff so is there any I don't know if you've got the data to prove it any kind of hypothesis you've got in terms of why it would be so buoyant? Well, I mean, there's lots of reasons, aren't there? I mean, you know, we've talked about um, people having sort of leftover savings from COVID, and I'm sure they're hanging about for some people as well. Um, House prices have gone up over the last few years, so people can refinance if they choose to, albeit probably at a higher interest rate. But there are quite a few people, of course, who are still on um, fixed rate mortgages. So, of course, the interest rate increases don't really hit them until they start to renegotiate their mortgage. So that could be next year. It could even be 2025 for some people. So whilst, you know, for some people obviously being adversely affected by the interest rate rise, um, there are other people that it's a bit of a theory and a bit of something that happens to someone else at the moment. So they've still got money to spend. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. So that that may mean, well, depending on it, where interest rates are next year or the year after, there's a potential sting in this tail if they're still high and people are jumping from 1%, 2% up to 5 or 6%. Or actually, if that inflationary pressures come down, we're back to those 2%, 1%, they've almost been, because they've been locked in, they've, they've missed the spike, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely right. I'm, I'm always nervous about the thing that whether interest rates come down as quickly as they go up, because it's a bit like fuel prices. That never seems to happen, does it really? But um, and, and the, the soundings out there have been that we're going to have a sort of a generally higher interest rate era for a while than we have had for the past few years. Um, so, but yes, certainly, I think um, things will start to rebalance. We probably will see um, a bit of a hit to footfall. Um 
towards sort of latter part of the autumn things tend to dip off in September anyway as people all the kids go back to school and we settle in and, and bunker down and um, wait for Christmas but um, at the moment it's looking scary positive but also that goes back to the government's fear about the high core inflation rate so in some ways this is great because obviously it's good for retail in other ways you can sort of see more interest rate rises coming over the horizon because of things like this the fact these sorts of numbers and of course the government do pick up on our numbers and they do use them so they will pick up on these numbers too that's good and we see, we saw that kind of shift back towards weekends talked about kind of being predicated from work from home is that still coming through in the numbers it is it is um we're still seeing a bigger jump from last year during the weekends and during weekdays not helped of course by the rail strikes yeah um anyone who you know works in an office keeps an eagle eye out for when they're going to occur and just you know sits at home and works at home because we can do that now can't we um so we're still seeing this bigger uplift um during the weekend we're also seeing at the same time a smaller gap from 2019 at the weekend in high streets in June. The gap between uh, 2019 and 2023 at the weekend was only 5.8% versus 11.4% during weekdays. So there is this big gap and um, that is then playing into the overall results. And we've also seen actually in June a better performance in the evening. So post 5 p.m. because it's lighter and warmer. Um, and that was a better performance than daytime. Both rose, but it was a greater rise post 5 p.m. as people clearly went out and enjoyed the warm sunny weather into the evenings in the month. So we're, we're kind of still back to that plea of from a, a staffing point of view. It's a time to review your rotors again. Weekends have always been holy. I think we lost some of that over lockdown when it was spread um, a lot more evenly for for obvious reasons. And then coming out of lockdown, maybe they've not been reviewed. But we're we're back to those that kind of retail hospitality one hundred and one of uh, weekends. Best people when busiest. Um, you know, make hay while the sun shines at the moment because we we don't know what's around the corner. And have you done any work on? kind of people working from home are they going back into the office is that still relatively stagnant no i mean that's a really interesting point every quarter at mri springboard we carry out a survey of consumers and we started this during covid when because we had the numbers we understood what people were doing but we didn't really understand the psyche of consumers and what was driving them to do what so we started a what was a monthly survey then of consumers a thousand consumers every month asking them whether they're working at home or working in an office, whether that's full-time or part-time on both and how that was influencing their, their shopping habits. And we've continued this survey and now we're doing it every quarter and it's morphed into a report that we're starting to call the post-pandemic employee and the post-pandemic shopper. And in May was our last survey and we saw actually for the first time in May a greater proportion of people working at home for at least part of the week from working out of the home for the entire week. So, you know, a lot of us, we worked in our office four or five days a week. That's not anymore. 40% of people we interviewed said they were not working at home at all. 42% said they were working at home for at least one day a week. So hybrid working is definitely um, grown in maturity very, very quickly. And actually, I'm sitting here looking at a, a line graph showing the proportion of people who work at home full-time, um, work at home part-time and don't work at home at all. And the lines are moving up on the part-time homework, down on the full-time out-of-home and down on the full-time homework. So 
you know, we're definitely seeing a shift here and hybrid working is now an embedded part of our working culture. Interesting that it's kind of, we're seeing that shift though, aren't we as well? So we're, we're I suppose the scales are balancing and where they settle in the middle will, will be uh, remain to be seen over the next kind of months, stroke years. Yeah, really, really interesting. And I think it will settle in the middle and it will be different for different sectors, of course, you know, uh, financial sectors. I, I've heard that, you know, people, employers are desperately trying to get people back five days a week because, you know, if they're working in a city, they need they want them at their desks. Um, but other sectors, software, which is the sector, I guess, MRI Springboard is in. You don't need to be in the office. You can work at home quite easily. Um, and, the, and media, you know, they tend to be a hybrid working model because they need to collaborate, but they also need that space to to invent and to be creative. So it's a really interesting time for looking at the working culture. Absolutely. And the coming months, so we've got uh, peak holiday season coming up. So kids break up for most people if you've got them in in a couple of weeks. So we'll we'll see how many people are getting away in terms of abroad, if they're using up credit or it's the first spend since lockdown on foreign holidays, maybe maybe staycations, whether weather's predicted to be good, but whether that materialises is another thing. So any predictions or any things that you're expecting to see over the next couple of months well I, I, can, I can make a prediction but it's probably the safest prediction that anyone could ever make that i um, will see a peak in footfall in coastal towns over the summer but we always see that i mean that's, <laughs> i'm not really pushing myself out there for that um so coastal towns have a very um unique um profile of footfall across the year their christmas is in, in the summer so they their footfall peaks on a volume basis in August, and it's much higher in August than it actually is in December. So we will see that, and we've seen that for every year since we've been publishing our data. Um, and what we will see is that generally footfall rises over the summer and then dips away post-September. So that will be a very common um, common pattern that we've been experiencing. Whether or not we will also be um, seeing that heightened or lessened because of interest rate rises, that's that's more of an ask, and that's really difficult to predict. But at the moment, June was good. June was a strong June. I mean, it wasn't the strongest month ever, but it was a strong June. So it, it's certainly good for retail. Yeah, and I've been to London a couple of times so far this month, and I have to say it's, I, I, it was a noticeable difference in terms of number of tourists, certainly number of foreign school trips that were that were back. Um, and I, I'd seen it before, but I don't know. The volume just seemed to be so much greater than probably the couple of years coming out of the pandemic so again it'd be interesting to see how that plays into the the big cities um their footfall and then how that relates then to spend yeah i mean it's really interesting with london because of course it does look so busy and it is busy compared to how it was during the pandemic but i can tell you still that weekdays in central london in june were still a fifth lower than they were in 2019 wow so you know, you do, when you look around London, you think it's so busy. It must be on par with 2019. It, it isn't. Not during weekdays. If you're on a, on a Sunday, a Saturday and Sunday, we see we the result was about eight and a half percent below. But on weekdays, twenty percent below, which is quite shocking to think actually how busy it was before COVID. Um, but coastal towns, for example, weekends ten and a half percent below 2019. So you know, the the gap is around about half of that in central London Um, and outside actually central London and city centres around the UK in June at the weekend footfall was up from 2019 it was 0.7% up so people are going into cities they're just not necessarily going to central London as much so it's really really fascinating at the moment 
Yeah, it kind of makes sense actually because thinking about it, three out of the four meetings I've been to in London have been where those organisations have moved out their offices and, and use WeWork. So they've got the flexible space or because people are coming in and out in a different pattern. So that kind of then plays into that, um, I suppose, 20% drop. Yes. Yeah. And of course, you know, any of us who visit London, we're probably not there five days a week anyway. So on the days we go in and what we've seen through our survey of consumers, actually, is that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are the most popular days. um, And uh, Wednesday is the most popular day. Um, So it will seem really busy on a Wednesday, really, really busy. If you're in on a Friday... Um, less far less busy that's the least popular day of the week and I know from our office in the city of London you go in on a Monday and there's myself and the cleaner and the receptionist you know there aren't very many people at all so we do get a quite a distorted view on how busy things are um, but you know we are working two two three days a week at home and there lies the Monday to Friday working from home advantage absolutely absolutely brilliant so as ever always great to catch up I look forward to seeing what uh, June to July brings us, uh, weather permitting and interest rates permitting and all those other things. Hopefully we'll continue on the uh, on the solid progress and record-breaking month that was May to June. Fantastic. We'll do. Looking forward to it. Take care. Speak to you soon. You. Bye.